This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 108. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. So for today's episode, it is Sunday, November 29th, 2020, and I am covering the latest news and rumors from the Big Four Rumor Sites of Canon Rumors, Nikon Rumors, Fuji Rumors, and Sony Alpha Rumors. So let's see what we have for this week. Let's do this! Okay, so first up, patent. Canon RF 14-35 F4L IS USM. From Canon Rumors, yesterday I posted a patent showing the optical formulas for both an RF 15-35 F4L and an RF 16-35 F4L. I noted that an RF 14-35 F4L is rumored to be coming in 2021, and I did wonder aloud if that was a type, but it appears Canon is definitely working on an RF 14-35 F4L optical formula. It looks like this design of the 14-35 F4L has an internal zoom and will likely have image stabilization as well. Japanese Patent Application 2020-190696 for the Canon RF 14-35 F4L for uh, focal length 14.80 millimeters, uh, 21.58 millimeters, and 32.95 millimeters. The focal num- uh, focal length is uh, 14. Po- or I'm sorry, the aperture is 14.1. Uh, half angle of view 55.62 degrees and thir- 45.07 degrees at 21.58 millimeters and 33.37 degrees at 32.95 millimeters. And we have image height is 21.64 for all three. Uh, total lens length 244.83 millimeters for both the 14 uh, millimeter length and uh, focal length and the 2158 focal length, but 20 or 244.88 for the 32.95 millimeter focal length. Back focus is 16.76 millimeters. For the Canon RF 17 to 40 F4L, we have a focal length of 17.33, 23.76, and 38.46. F-stop is 4.1, half angle of view is 51.31 degrees, 42.32 degrees, and 29.36 degrees. Image height is 21.64 millimeters throughout. Total lens length at uh, the 17 millimeters is 140.59 millimeters. At the 23.76 focal length, it is 135.90 millimeters. And at 38.46, it is 140.61 millimeters. The back focus is 26.31 millimeters. While this patent pertains to underwater housings for the optical formula in the patent, the formula for this lens is quite detailed. Canon News discovered this patent that also shows some rather large RF prime lenses, which you can read about at Canon News. And I will include, of course, a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Now, this is definitely exciting. I was wondering myself if Canon was going to at some point offer an RF 17-40 F4L. I used to have the EF version of this lens and absolutely loved the lens. So it would be great to see that lens coming in the RF mount. We'll have to wait and see if we do get some announcements from Canon on these new lenses in early to mid-2021. Next up, have we experienced our last Photokina? The show has been suspended until further notice. Cologne, Germany, 27th November 2020, Photokina will be suspended until further notice. After 70 years, decreases in the imaging market force a hard cut. In view of the further massive decline in markets for imaging products, 
Colomens has decided to discontinue organizing Fotokina at its Cologne location for the time being. Quote, unfortunately, at present, the framework conditions in the industry do not provide a viable basis for the leading international trade fair for photography, uh, video, and imaging. According to Gerald Bowes, uh, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, President and Chief Executive Officer for Colomess, this hard, quote, this hard cut after a 70-year shared history was very difficult for us. The trend in this industry with which we have uh, we have always had a close and trusting partnership is very painful for us to witness, but we are facing the situation with a clear, honest decision against continuing this event, a decision to which, unfortunately, we have no alternative, end quote. Even before the coronavirus pandemic began, the imaging market was already subject to strong upheaval with annual declines in the double digits. The momentum in this direction intensified massively in 2020, most recently reporting a decline in the 50% range. Recently, these developments have had a profound effect on Photokina, which in Cologne since 1950 for the generations has been the top address for the imaging industry and ranks among the most favorable and emotionally charged brands in the trade fair world. Since 2014, Colomés, together with the German Photo Industry Association, Association, has taken its cues from downward market trends, responding with adjustments to the underlying concept of the trade fair, as well as considerable investment in new exhibitor and visitor segments. Quote, these changes in conceptual design, along with a shift in intervals and a change of dates, did not fundamentally improve the situation of the event, says Oliver Fress, management board member and chief operating officer for Colomess. Quote, while there are more photographs taken today than ever before, the integration of smartphone photography and videography along, uh, together with image-based communications, e.g. via social media, was not able to cushion the elimination of a large segments of the classic market. As a result, the overall situation is not compatible with the quality standards of Photokina as a globally renowned brand representing the highest quality and professionalism in the international imaging market. End quote. Colomens has had its or has made its decision in close coordination with the German Photo Industry Association. Uh, Kai Hillebrandt, chairman of that association, remarked, quote, our partners in Cologne have done everything in their power to maintain Photokina as a leading global trade fair. Nonetheless, an event held in 2022 could not have met the expectations of the entire imaging community that those efforts were intended to serve. That is why we, on behalf of our association, are joining them in taking this regrettable unavoidable step. We would like to take this opportunity to thank the team in Cologne for their tremendous 70 years together in this fantastic partnership. End quote. So this is really sad. Um, I'm not shocked that Photokina is going the way of the dodo bird. And I'm not saying that to be mean. It's just that with the way the camera market has been shrinking every year, uh, it probably just doesn't make sense to lay out the cost the uh, that's associated with putting on a massive international trade fair for photography like this. But it is really sad to see this uh, trade fair go away after a 70 year history of being the probably the premier uh, photography trade show in the world. Next, stock notice, Canon EOS R5 with 24 to 105 millimeter F4L IS USM kits. And the Canon RF 100-500 F4 5-7-1 LIS-USM. It looks like both the Canon EOS R5 with the 24-105 kit and the 100-500 kits are now in stock at the Canon USA store. There looks to be about a dozen of each available for purchase at the time of this writing, which was November 26, 2020. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes with the direct links to each of those bundle kit purchases that you can check them out for yourself. Next patent for Canon RF 15-35 F4L. Canon News has uncovered a patent for a lens that will surely become, be coming in the future from Canon. 
I have reported that Canon 14-35 F4LIS was on the way. Perhaps the 14mm was a type and it will in fact be a 15mm at the wide end. This patent also includes an optical formula that has a wide end of 16 millimeters. I suspect we're going to see this lens or something very similar announced in 2021. Okay, so the RF 15 to 35 F4L focal length is 15.45, 24 millimeters and 33.95 millimeters. The F-stop is 4.12 throughout. Half angle of view, 54.47 degrees, 42.03 degrees, and 32.51 degrees. Image height is 21.64 millimeters throughout. Total lens length is 150.01 millimeters, 141.11 millimeters, and 140.23 millimeters. Back focus is 19.25 millimeters, 31.83 millimeters, and 46.78 millimeters. Now the specs for the Canon RF 16-35 F4L, focal length 16.48 millimeters, 24.00 millimeters, and 33.95 millimeters. Aperture throughout is 4.12. Half angle of view is 54.47 degrees, 42.03 degrees, and 32.51 degrees, with an image height of 21.64 millimeters throughout. Total lens length, 132.09 millimeters, 128.84 millimeters, and 134.21 millimeters. The back focus at 16 is 10.35 millimeters, at the midpoint is 19.54 millimeters, and at 35 millimeters, it's 33.20 millimeters. And again, this is some exciting news. It looks like Canon is working hard to get all of the same lenses available in the RF mount that they had in the EF mount. So the addition of these two lenses, which should be lower in price than the 2.8 versions, um, making them a little more affordable. It is definitely something I'm happy to see coming in 2021. And maybe this time, instead of the 17 to 40, if the 16 to 35 F4L has a good price, I may pick that one up as the replacement for my old EF 17 to 40 F4L. Next patent, very small Canon RF mount zoom lens designs. This is from November 26, 2020. Canon News has uncovered a patent that shows Canon is working on very small RF zoom lenses. These simple designs may also be collapsible. Japan Patent Application 2020-190661. Quote, in recent years, so-called mirrorless cameras, which do not have a quick return mirror, are increasing in camera and the number of cameras proliferating the market. Since this mirrorless camera has a thin body, is compact and lightweight, it is required to develop a compact and lightweight interchangeable lens that matches the mirrorless camera. Since this mirrorless camera does not require the space of a quick return mirror, it is not necessary to secure the back focus as much as the conventional interchangeable lens. Therefore, the configuration of the lens is also different from that of the conventional interchangeable lens, and the degree of freedom in design is increased so that it is possible to design a compact lightweight lens. In particular, a wide angle lens tends to have a short back focus so that it can be miniaturized as an interchangeable lens for a mirrorless camera. Now the listing we have here, um, the first one, it doesn't list what the actual lens is. It shows a focal length of 24.52 millimeters, uh, 43.05 and 69.13. Okay, so this must be for a 24 to 70 F4. Uh, F4 to uh, F7.1, I guess. Uh, aperture number 4.10 at the base, uh, 5.10 in the mid-range, and 6.44 at the end. Half angle of view, 28.46 degrees, 26.68 degrees, and 17.38 degrees. Total length of lens is 109.15 millimeters at the widest point, 107.79 at the midpoint, and 112.88 millimeters at its uh, narrowest, uh, or I mean, uh, widest focal length, excuse me, I got that backwards. Uh, back button, our back focus is 14.65 millimeters. Uh, for both the basic and the mid-range, and 16.65 millimeters for the far end. 
Uh, now there's also a Canon RF 70 to 20 millimeters f4 to 6.3. Okay, so these are both f4 to 6.3 lenses. Focal length is 21.66 millimeters at uh, 20 millimeters, 41.66 millimeters at the mid range, and 69.12 millimeters at the 70 millimeter end. Uh, f stop is 4.10, 5.10, and 6.44. Half angle of view 41.95 degrees, 27.45 degrees, and 17.38 degrees. Total length of lens is 115.09 millimeters, 108.18 millimeters, and 118.44 millimeters. Back focus is 14.79, 14.79 throughout. So there's two more exciting potential lenses coming in 2021 in the RF mount. And of course, I don't believe either one of these is an L lens. They're most likely either going to be gold band lenses or possibly silver band lenses, but... We'll have to wait for the official announcements to find out for sure. And last up from Canon Rumors for this week, DxO has launched its Black Friday deals for this year, and they're pretty great. You can get all of their software for 40 to 50% off, both new purchases and upgrades. These deals will expire on Monday, November 30th, 2020, so you still have time to get in on them. DxO Photo Lab 4. The Elite Edition is $119, regular is $199. The Essential Edition is $64, regular $129. And the DxO Photo Lab Upgrade is $59, normally $89. The Nike Collection by uh, Collection 3 by DxO. The Nike Collection 3 is $74, regular $149. And the Upgrade is $39, regular price is $79. The DxO Film Pack 5 uh, Elite Edition is $64, regularly $129, and the upgrade is $34 with a regular price of $69. DxO Viewpoint 3, uh, the to buy it is $39 down from $79, and the upgrade is $24 down from $49. So definitely exciting. There is some great uh, discounts to be had on DxO's photography software. They do make fantastic software. I own a lot of the DxO uh, Labs software for photography and absolutely love their software. It comes in extremely handy at times, and I do encourage all of my listeners to check it out for themselves. All right, so now let's move on to Nikon rumors. The Nikon Nikkor Z 70-200mm f2.8 VRS lens is now in stock in the U.S. and Canada. This latest lens is now in stock in the U.S. at Adorama and in Canada at Camera Canada. Amazon is expecting the lens in stock on Monday, November 30th. The Nikkor Z 70-200 f2.8 VRS lens for the Z series mirrorless camera bodies will be selling for $2,596.95. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that my listeners can check it out for themselves. New photo editing uh, Black Friday deals from Topaz Labs, Capture One, DxO, Skylum, Exposure Software, and On One. So the official Black Friday slash Cyber Monday sales are now going on from Topaz Labs. Get 60% off if you own one or more Topaz Lab products. The everything bundle price will be even lower. Uh, Capture One is offering 30% off on all products with coupon code BLACKFRIDAY30, including the Capture One for Nikon version. DxO Black Friday savings up to 50% off until the 30th, which I mentioned a moment ago, so I won't go through that entire list again. Skylum Luminar AI Black Friday, 50% off from November 25th to the 30th. Paid Luminar and Aurora owners get a $20 loyalty discount on Luminar AI. Check out add-ons are 80% off. Uh, Exposure Software Black Friday offers 15% off. Uh, until December 2nd. On one Black Friday deal, you can save 50% from now until, I believe it's November 30th on this one as well. I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that my listeners can check out all of these special deals for themselves. Next, the Nikon Nikkor Z24-200 to f4-6.3 to VR lens is now in stock in the U.S., 
After the initial delay, this new lens is now in stock in the U.S. at B&H Photo and Adorama. The lens has been out of stock since October. Additional coverage for the lens can be found in this accompanying article, and I'll include a link to this in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself and see if it's something you might be interested in. Next, uh, 2020 Nikon Black Friday deals. As of today, I have not seen any special discounts being added for Black Friday at Adorama, B&H, or Amazon. The only new offer, as far as I can tell, is the $200 off, which was $100 off before, on the Nikon Z5 with a 24 to 50 millimeter lens kit. All other deals have been available for a while. The Nikkor 500mm VR lens is $300 off at Adorama, B&H, and Amazon, which all of these deals are going to be at those three stores, so I don't have to repeat myself over and over again. Uh, the Nikkor Z 50mm f1.8 is $100 off. The Nikkor 24-70 is $500 off. The Nikkor 35mm f1.8 is $50 off. The Nikkor 105mm f1.4e is $200 off. The Nikkor 105 f2.8 GVR lens is $200 off. The Nikkor 28-300 f3.5-5.6 is now $100 off. The Nikkor 18-300 f3.5-6.3 is now $70 off. The Nikon D850 is $500 off. The Nikon Z50 is up to $250 off. The Nikon Z62 and Z72 plus the FTZ combo, which is the adapter, uh, let's see, for $50, Nikkor F and Z mount lenses up to $450 off for both Z mount and F mount. Uh, and there's also uh, links in here for all current Nikon discounts by country in the US, UK, DE, and Canada. And he says, I will make another post about the latest Black Friday deals on Thursday night which was this past Thursday uh, on Thanksgiving. So I'll include a link to this article in the show notes because there are a lot of great deals here, a lot of discounts on Nikon gear for all of the Nikon shooters that listen to my show. Next, now on Kickstarter, new extra battery solution for Nikon cameras. Extra, which is X-TRA, is a new battery solution for Nikon cameras that has already raised over 100000 on Kickstarter. The battery is compatible with Nikon Z6, Z62, Z7, Z72, Z50, D500, D600, D610, D750, D780, D7000, D7100, D7500, the D800, the 800E, the 810, the 810A, the D850, the P520, the P530, and V1 cameras. And there are some impressive uh, uh, sample images here showing what the batteries look like. This revolutionary camera battery will lighten your bag and change the way you shoot. For many photographers, power is a major struggle. If you're shooting video or working in live view, a battery charge never seems to last, so you're stuck carrying three or four batteries in your kit. Extra Battery is here to solve that problem and simplify your kit with one revolutionary accessory. Think it's hard to get excited about a battery? For most gearheads, power solutions and batteries have generally been the least sexy accessories there are up until now. The extra battery solves multiple photography headaches and even offers some solutions you didn't know you needed but soon won't be able to live without. For starters, in terms of power capacity, the extra holds 3,700 milliamp hours, which is two times the charge of Canon's LPE6. Previously, the only option for a double-capacity battery was to use two separate batteries within a battery grip, so lots of photographers will potentially be able to eliminate an additional piece of bulky equipment. The Extra is a full-size camera battery similar in size to the battery found in the Nikon 1DX. The physical profile of the Extra extends just beyond the bottom of the battery compartment on compatible camera models providing a solid grip for larger hands and a comfortable, extra-secure feel. Because the extra requires the camera's battery door to be removed, you can quickly change out batteries with one hand without fumbling with a battery compartment door. When it's time to swap batteries, it's super fast and easy. Just press on the battery to release it and replace it with a fresh one. Unless you have a foolproof personal battery charging system, dead batteries in a certain compartment, or if the battery cap is on 
it's charged, or if when you have the battery cap on, it means it's a charged battery, it's easy to get charged batteries mixed up with dead batteries in your bag. Anyone who has ever replaced a dying battery with a dead one, it happens to me every so often, knows it's a pain in the butt and grinds your chute to a halt. The Extra was designed with that common issue in mind and features a level charge, uh, charge level indicator to help avoid dead battery headaches. Unlike other batteries that you have to load into a camera to test, the Extra will show you just how much juice you have left quickly and easily with the press and hold of a button. You'll be able to see just how much charge the Extra still has with up to four illuminated indicators, saving you time and irritation. For the times when you need to have your camera in constant operation beyond the life of a single battery, no matter how big its capacity, you can plug the extra into another uh, source for external power via USB-C connection. Planning on shooting a 12-hour time-lapse, the extra has you covered with direct charging, no battery swaps necessary. Whether you plug into a wall outlet, a car charger, or another larger battery, you have the flexibility to keep shooting for long periods of time. The Extra utilizes the same technology as Tesla in its batteries, so the batteries are durable and stable in any environmental conditions. Extra also features low ultra or ultra low internal resistance to secure voltage stability and excellent performance for extended continuous shooting. Thanks to an integrated microchip, the Extra keeps track of when the battery is fully charged and will prevent overcharging, extending the overall life of the battery. Another cool feature is the option to plug peripheral gear and accessories into the extra battery, even while it's in use by your camera. Using a cold shoe LED light that requires an external power source, well, just plug it into the extra via the USB-C port and you'll be able to power both your camera and light simultaneously. This will be a great space saver for photographers and videographers alike. Whether you're using a powered gimbal, a microphone, or other peripheral gear, you'll be able to provide power seamlessly as you work. The Extra comes with a special fast charging case, which serves two purposes. First, it allows you to charge your Extra battery surprisingly quickly via USB-C. And second, the Extra battery can be used as a power bank for any device when mounted in the charging case, so you can even recharge your phone on the fly. The Extra is currently compatible with the following cameras by Canon, Sony, and Blackmagic with planned Nikon availability coming soon. For Canon, uh, it supports the EOS R, the R5, R6, 5D Mark IV, Mark III, Mark II, the 5D SR, the 5DS, the 6D 1 and 2, the 7D 1 and 2, the 90D, 80D, 70D, and 60D. But because, of course, all of those Canon cameras take the LPE6 style batteries of various designations. Under Sony, the a7 III, the a7R III, the a7R IV, the a7S III, and the a6600. For Nikon, they'll be supporting the Z6 1 and 2, the Z7 1 and 2, Z50, D500, 600, 610, 750, 780, 7000, 7100, 7200, 7500, the D800, 800E, 810, 810A, 850, the P520, P530, and V1 cameras. Blackmagic Pocket Cinema cameras, both the 4K and the 6KB models. In designing the Extra, it seems like they thought of everything you could possibly want or need in a high-quality battery. Get ready to pack lighter and shoot longer and enjoy a variety of conveniences thanks to a well-designed, unparalleled piece of gear. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. And finally, from Nikon rumors for this week, recap of recent Nikon presentation, two new Nikon DSLR cameras and several F-mount lenses are coming in 2021. Here is another recap of the recent internal Nikon presentation. The Z7 II starts shipping in early to mid-December. The second shipment to dealers will be in the middle of January. You can pre-order now at Adorama and B&H. There are eight new Z-mount lenses released by 12-31-2021. The total will be 24 Z-mount lenses by then. The new lenses include five new prime lenses and a 400mm S as well as a 600mm S for the Z-mount bodies. The upcoming 100 to 400 millimeter lens is very sharp. It is anticipated to be a high volume lens. Two new macro lenses, the 60 and the 105 millimeter, 
The new webcam utility is free and is an excellent AP, easy to use for connecting families digitally. Confirmed, Nikon to release several new F-mount lenses in 2021. There are two new DSLR bodies to be released in 2021 as well. Nikon has stopped the development of DSLR bodies, but the majority of R&D money is targeted at mirrorless. They're not ready to shut down the F-mount just yet. DSLR bodies are still outselling the Z-mount mirrorless bodies, but they expect within 60 days that mirrorless will outsell the F-mount. The Z-mount bodies will continue to receive firmware updates, and the plan is to implement significant upgrades, not just minor fixes. SnapBridge has been improved. You can now run firmware updates much easier than with a memory card. R&D continues to work on the iDetect autofocus. It now includes a pet mode. It will work on some wildlife, but the future updates will focus on some wildlife IAF tracking. So definitely some exciting news coming out from the Nikon rumor mill. Uh, it looks like Nikon will be doing two more DSLRs in 2021, as well as a bunch of F-mount and Z-mount lenses. So that is absolutely exciting for all of my Nikon listeners. Hopefully that'll give them a little ray of sunshine going into 2021. All right, so next up for this week, let's jump into the Fuji rumors. Hot deal, the Fujifilm X100F is now $899 only, save $400. Um, you can purchase the uh, the Fuji X100F uh, at B&H Photo. Instead of for the regular $1299, you can get it for $899. Um, let's see, that is for both the black and the silver edition. As we told you already, the Fujifilm X100F is in closeout sale and disappearing from stores all over the world. You can currently buy it at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon US, and Focus Camera. Dedicated Black Friday pages for B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, Adorama, and Amazon DE BF page. And you can see all of these links in the show notes. Software deals and more. Uh, Viltrox savings on the 56mm f1.4, the 23mm f1.4, the 33mm f1.4, and the Viltrox 85mm f1.8 Mark II, and these are all autofocus models. You can buy any of these lenses at the Viltrox store, B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. Apple deals, including new MacBooks with Apple Silicon M1 chip, the Apple Mac Mini M1 chip saves $70. The 13.3 MacBook Pro with the M1 chip with Retina Display late 2020 model, you can save $100. The Apple 13.3 MacBook Air M1 chip late 2020 model, you can save $100. The 13.3 inch MacBook Air with Retina Display early 2020, you can save $200. The Apple 27 inch iMac with Retina 5K display mid 2020 model, you can save $150. And Apple iPad save up to $500. The Peak Design Travel Tripod saves $60. The Peak Design Bags, you can save 20%. The Peak Design Pouch saves 20%. Peak Design Packing Cube saves 20%. Peak Design Clips savings. Peak Design Strap savings and Peak Design Camera Accessory savings. And you can find all of these deals at Peak Design's website, B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. So a lot of great deals and sales going on right now because of Black Friday to Cyber Monday, which will be tomorrow. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check out all the deals for yourself. And now we're going to take a break for just a moment. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Liam Photography Podcast. You can visit the homepage for the show at liamphotographypodcast.com for show notes and links. You can call or text the show at 470-294-8191 with questions, comments, or requests for future episodes. If you prefer not to call or text, you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group, and you can find us on Twitter at LiamPhotoATL. On Twitter, you can tweet the show. Just insert the hashtag LiamPhotoPodcast. And now, back to the show. And we are back. So next up from Fuji Rumors... 
TT Artisan 50mm f1.2 lens for Fujifilm X is coming soon. Back in October, we already told you that there will be two more TT Artisan lenses soon, in addition to the new TT Artisan 35mm f1.4. The TT Artisan 17mm f1.4 and the TT Artisan 50mm f1.2 are new upcoming lenses. Now, TT Artisans has teased the Artisan 50mm 1.2 as coming soon on their Facebook page here, as well as on their Weibo page. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes that you can check it out for yourself. Definitely exciting news. I know the TT Artisan lenses are getting to be extremely popular with a lot of photographers. So it's great to see that they're planning on releasing some more lenses in 2021. Next up, Fuji, uh, Fujinon XF50 f1.0 versus Viltrox 56 f1.4 versus the XF56 millimeter f1.2 versus the XF50 millimeter 2.0 and more FX50 1.0 reviews. The XF50 1.0 RWR lens can be bought right now for $14.99 on B&H. The shipping of this lens takes longer than expected due to an absolutely overwhelming demand. And in case you are one of those waiting, here is another roundup that will make your waiting even harder. The Fujinon XF50 1.0 RWR, you can pre-order it at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. The Viltrox 56mm f1.4 autofocus model save 10% at the Viltrox store, B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. The Fujinon XF56 f1.2, you can buy at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, and Focus Camera. And the Fujinon XF 50mm f2.0, you can order at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon US, and Focus Camera. So that is definitely some exciting news on these lenses. It kind of stinks that the, uh, the 1.0 lens is taking forever to ship, but that's not unusual given the current situation globally. So if you have ordered one of those, I guess all you can do is sit back and wait and try your best to be patient while you wait for that lens to ship. Next up, Topaz Labs apps explained in under 20 minutes with a video. Topaz has released a very short video where they give you a rapid overview of what you can do with their apps. You can see the video below, and of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes. If you want to get a bit more detailed overview, down below is a quick written summary of every single feature, including before and after images. Thanks to Black Friday, you can get the Topaz one-time only mega bundle deal with a hefty discount of 68% here. And there's a link to this in the in the uh, this article. You'll get Denoise AI, Gigapixel AI, Sharpen AI, JPEGs Raw AI, Mask AI, Adjust AI, Topaz Studio 2, and Video Enhance AI for just $299 instead of $1,000. If you're not into video, you can remove Video Enhance AI from the bundle and hence get it all for just $199. If you already own at least one, if not more, Topaz products already, you'll only pay what you don't own, meaning you still get to take advantage of some serious savings, and Topaz will extract what you already own. And, of course, I'll include a link so you can check out the Topaz bundle deal in the show notes for this episode. Next, breaking Fujinon GF80mm f1.7 coming early in 2021. Uh, this, according to fresh rumors we have received, also the mother of all lenses, the Fujinon GF 80mm f1.7 will come in early 2021. Fuji Rumors has already covered the lens in the past. We shared a size comparison of the GF 80mm 1.7 with the GF 110mm f2. It's 20% smaller than the 100mm or 110mm. Fuji said at the February X Summit that the GF 80mm will weigh less than 800 grams. Fuji says it will have, very, uh, it will have quote, very creamy and soft bokeh, end quote. First product images were shared at the Fuji X Summit. Well, now we know also when it will arrive early 2021. I have a feeling that a wonderful lens is coming our way, a lens that next year DP Review will not be able to ignore in their awards declaration. Hold on, guys. More rumors will be coming in the near future. 
So that is definitely some exciting news. A new GFX mount Fujinon lens for the GFX 100, the GFX50S, and the 50R, which of course my listeners already know that I own the 50R and absolutely love it. And finally, from Fuji Rumors for this week, Black Friday starts now. Savings on new Apple M1 MacBooks in the USA, eBay, EU deals, and much more. And there are dedicated Black Friday pages here. I read off most of this stuff a moment ago, so I won't go over it again, but I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. And finally for this week, last but not least, let's look at what we have from Sony Alpha Rumors. First up, here they come. The Cyber Monday deal say big on SanDisk, PNY, and Lexar cards, Velo battery grips, and Sony gear. You now have a bunch of new Cyber Monday deals on those package, uh, pages at Amazon.com, Adorama, and B&H Photo list of some of the new deals. Save big on up to one terabyte SanDisk cards at Amazon. Save big on Lexar SD cards at Amazon. Save big on up to 256 gigabyte SanDisk cards at Amazon. Save on PNY SD cards at Amazon. Save big on Sony cameras at Amazon. Save on Joby, Manfrotto, and Low Pro accessories at Amazon. Save big on Velo battery grips for Sony at B&H Photo. And $100 off on the Rokadon 21mm f1.4 E-mount lens at Adorama. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes that my listeners can look at all these deals for themselves and see maybe there's something in there you want to get for yourself or the photographer in your life. Next, world's first review of the new Yongnu YN85mm f1.8 lens. Yanu recently announced the new 85mm FE mount autofocus lens. This will be their second E mount lens after the 50mm f1.8 APS-C lens. And Mark Aldehef, or I don't know how you pronounce his name, I apologize, posted the world's first review of this new lens. The Yanu YN85mm f1.8S DFDSM. Uh, $200 is an excellent lens for the price. It is astonishing to have produced a lens with a very good AF system that can reach outstanding sharpness results on an A7R4 at that price range. On the A7R4, the lens is already good in the center at f1.8, but come becomes excellent at f2.8 and outstanding at f4. Corners, however, are always lagging behind. If you transpose results to an A7 III, results will be excellent wide open. Color rendering and background blur is very good to excellent. Bokeh balls are very good wide open, but as of f2.8, they exhibit heptagons due to only seven aperture blades. Video rendering is also very good. There are also sacrifices on the build quality, the lens being very, quote, plastic and very light, but you can get a customizable focus hold button. I never had any focusing issues with the firmware V5 of the lens with full compatibility with Sony real-time tracking and IAF. Highly recommended on the A7 III for small budget shooters. The pros for the lens, small and lightweight, the price, very good AF on a 61 megapixel, good sharpness at f1.8, excellent sharpness at 2.8, and outstanding sharpness at f4. Smooth background blur, very good color rendition, very good in video, very good bokeh balls wide open, very good rendering for portraits and skin, good, good ergonomics with the AF MF button and focus hold button, firmware upgrade possible via USB-C. Now under the average category, moderate distortion, low chromatic aberrations, but requiring sometimes a little bit of correction in post, average bokeh ball shapes, some cat's eye and heptagons, quickly visible as of f2.8, but not onion rings. And the cons, high vignetting that decreases as you close the aperture, but never completely disappears. Build quality is cheap, plastic, and flimsy focusing ring. Lens hood difficult to mount and unmount. Sharpness in the corners is only good or average. So there is the information on this new 85mm portrait lens. I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Next, Amazon Europe adds cash back to Sony cameras and lenses. 
Amazon Europe has added up to 300 euro cash back on Sony cameras at Amazon Germany, Amazon France, UK, Italy, and Spain. Just check the Sony A7 search pages and near product, you will read Amazon uh, voucher. It's listed in German. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Here are the links to the savings at Amazon Germany. 300 euro cash back on the A7 III. 100 cash back on the Sony 200 to 600 FE, 100 cash back on the Zeiss 35 F1.4, 100 back on the Zeiss 50 millimeter 1.4, 100 cash back on the Zeiss 16 to 35, 100 euro cash back on the Sony 12 to 24 FE, 100 euro cash back on the Sony 90 millimeter FE macro, 50 euro cash back on the Sony 85 F1.8 FE. 100 euro cash back on the Sony 20 millimeter F1.8 FE, 100 euro cash back on the Sony 35 F1.8 FE, 100 euros cash back on both the Sony 24 to 105 FE as well as the 10 to 18 E, 150 cash back on the Sony A6600, and 100 euros cash back on both the 16 to 55 millimeter E and the 70 to 350 millimeter E. Save 80 euros on the Tamron 70 to 180 millimeter f2.8 FE lens at Amazon Germany. All other Tamron lenses have a discount as well. So more exciting news and savings for this holiday season. And as usual, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Next, super low price Sigma 56 millimeter f1.4 E mount lens for just $339, which is $140 off. Today only, uh, you can save $140 on the excellent Sigma uh, 56 millimeter f1.4 APS-C E mount lens sold by Adorama. All Sony Black Friday deals will end on November 29th, which is today at BH Photo, Adorama, and Amazon. All general Black Friday photos. Uh, photo deals can be found on those pages at BH Photo, Amazon, Adorama, and Focus Camera. And don't forget, you can save 68% on the complete Topaz suite. If you already own some of the plugins, you can save even more. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check out all these deals for yourself. Next, size comparison between the soon-to-be-announced new Tamron 17-70 f2.8 and the Sony 16-55mm f2.8. Uh, Sobinet posted the size and specs comparison between the soon-to-be-announced Tamron 17-70 2.8 and the current Sony 16-55 2.8. Focal length is 17-70 versus 16-55. Focal length image in millimeters is 255 to 10.5, where the Sony is 24 to 82.5. Lens configuration as far as elements and groups, 12 elements and 16 groups, and the Sony has 12 elements and 17 groups. Angle of view APS-C is 29 degrees to 23 degrees for the Tamron and 83 to 29 degrees for the Sony. The aperture value for both lenses is 2.8 throughout. Minimum aperture is 16, on the Sony it's 22. Aperture blade sheets, 9 on both lenses, circular aperture. Shortest shooting distance in meters, wide is 0.19, and terror is 0.39 for the Tamron, and for the Sony it's 0.33. Maximum shooting magnification in times is 0.2 for the Tamron, as well as for the Sony. The filter diameter on both lenses is 67 millimeters. Camera shake reduction is powered on the Tamron. There's nothing to uh, prevent shake on the Sony lens. External dimensions, maximum diameter times length in millimeters, 74.6 by 119.3 millimeters for the Tamron and 73 by 100 millimeters for the Sony. Mass in grams is 525 for the Tamron and 494 for the Sony. The autofocus is RXD on the Tamron and XD linear on the Sony. Coatings, fluorine on the Tamron and Nano AR plus fluorine on the Sony. Dustproof and splashproof, both lenses have you covered there. So it is an interesting comparison. And if you look at the photo in this uh, article, which of course I'll share in the show notes, the Tamron is quite a bit taller than the Sony, even though the, uh, 
the uh, well, and that would be that would make sense. Being the Tamron is a seventeen to seventy, where the Sony is only a sixteen to fifty-five. So, a little bit of difference in the length of the lens is a, kind of a no-brainer because uh, you got some additional focal length there. You got an extra fifteen millimeters in reach with that new Tamron lens. And last up for this week from Sony Alpha Rumors, all new Black Friday deals say big on SanDisk storage. Today, we got a huge amount of Black Friday deals. Check out the, those main pages at B&H Photo, Amazon, Adorama, and Focus Cameras. There are These are just some of the deals uh, we have today. Up to 40% off on Western Digital and SanDisk storage and SD cards at Amazon US. DxO from November 26th to the 30th, the entire shop will be on discount of up to 50%. Save 68% on complete Topaz suite. You can save up to 15% on Viltrox lenses and adapters on the Viltrox store. Current Aurora and Luminar 4 owners get a $20 loyalty discount on Luminar AI. Save 30% on Capture One and Capture One for Sony. Use code BLACKFRIDAY30. The deal runs on the current C20 version, but you will get the soon-to-be-released C21 for free. So a lot of exciting deals there, as I said, you know, as we go into the holiday shopping season. And, of course, on this coming Thursday's episode, I will be covering more holiday gift ideas for the photographer in your life. That'll be part two in that series. So you're definitely going to want to check that out when it drops on Thursday. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is named the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the names of a previous guest on the show, uh, which will also get you in and prove that you're a listener. Once you are in the group, you are free to post your own original work to the group. If you would like creative critique of your images, you can post them with the comment CC please, and myself or another pro in the group would be happy to give you some pointers. Now, I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the GFX 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions. The questions are, do you own or plan to own a GFX 50R, and what style of photography do you shoot primarily? You can find my work at www.liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at LiamPhotoATL. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my project at www.forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and the first book in the series, The Northwest Counties, is now available. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode 108 for the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And also remind you that the first book, The Northwest Counties, can be purchased on Amazon as well as barnesandnoble.com. That is it, and I will see you all again in another seven days.